0: Welcome to Inspired by Purpose. Each week, we roll out episodes of successful purpose inspired entrepreneurs to inspire and empower you. My name is Dr. Ozzy Jankovic, and I believe that purpose is what inspires us to make our greatest impact. I'm so grateful that you're here. Now let's get started. Hey there everyone, I am back and this episode is going to be different than my guest episodes because I'm going to be catching you up on where I've been for the past 18 months and This is gonna be a really honest episode. I would say that it's vulnerable, but what I've come to believe is that it's courageous. Speaking about our experiences and what we've learned and what we've been through, I believe is one of the most courageous things that we can do. I'm sharing this story with you because I've learned so much and I wanna share what I've learned. I'm making it matter in my own life and I wanna make it matter in as many lives as possible. So before we get into the episode, I wanna share with you that this episode is sponsored by two different applications. They're two of my absolute favorites. The first one is my email marketing software called ConvertKit. And I tried so many different softwares in the past and was really overwhelmed by the technology. But when I found ConvertKit, it became so much easier to compose emails, to understand the data about who was opening my emails and which ones were being read. You can do a lot with ConvertKit. You can check it out. The link is in my show notes. It's drozzy.co backslash mail. The other software that I'm so excited to share with you is something that I use every single day. It's called Descript. And what's amazing about Descript, if you're a content creator or a podcaster, or you wanna look at the audio or video footage that you're recording in depth and understand it and edit it really easily, Descript allows you to transcribe your audio or video in one click and you can also edit it without ever editing the video or audio. You hop over, you edit the transcript just like you're editing a Word doc or a Google doc and Descript edits the video and audio for you. So that's really awesome. You can check that out at drauzzi.co backslash dscript. With nothing further, let's get into this episode. I wanna start out this episode by letting you know that I'm in the best place mentally that I've ever been in my life. I'm 42 years old, and I've been through so many different experiences, including really serious challenges with mental health. And I'm gonna talk about some of that in this episode. I'm gonna share with you where I've been and what I've learned. So where I've been for the last 18 months is in a real hiatus. And I scaled back because I actually got sick in May of 2021. Now, to rewind a bit, in 2019, I was here in Israel and I put together a mastermind in the effort of marketing my podcast and my book And from that mastermind, I was asked by a few of my participants to continue doing masterminds and they offered to pay me for my services. So essentially, I stumbled into this position of facilitating masterminds and also business coaching, sharing everything I was learning about business, personal development with my clients. And I worked really hard on growing those programs. And by 2021, I had over a hundred women that had gone through my programs. I had all kinds of events with hundreds of women and I was helping people in really deep ways. I was experiencing a lot of success in my business, but I was also moving really, really quickly. In 2021, in May, I got the news that my closest friend from childhood lost her son to something really unfortunate. He was sick and he passed away and i felt compelled right away when i heard to hop on a plane to la from israel and go and be there with her for the funeral and for the week following in the jewish faith there's a custom of observing this 7-day period of mourning and during that period close family and friends and community members come to console the bereaved and be with the bereaved and i wanted to be with her for that now i'm so glad that i went and If I could go back, I would do it all over again. But a few things happened during that week that made me rethink my trajectory in terms of business. Now, the first one was being there and realizing that above anything that I could do for my business, my family is always my first priority. So I had a few moments during that week where I realized I'd been burning the candle at both ends. I'd been working so much. I was recording podcasts at night and running groups at night and being away from my family more than I wanted to. So I made it my intention during that week to return and put extra time into my family. I canceled all my podcast interviews. I started canceling several of my groups so that I could free up my evenings and be with my family. So Something else happened during that week that I'm not proud of, but I'm going to share it anyway because I think it's really valuable for people to hear this. So during that week, I was busy. I was with my friend sitting with her almost the whole week. And I was also feeling compelled to visit several people in LA. I was also invited to do some speaking while I was there. And One of the challenges that I've had in the past is this feeling of wanting to say yes to everything. On one hand, I have this enthusiasm for life and making a difference, and so I wanna go and I wanna do. And at the same time, looking back, I realized that part of the reason why I was compelled to wanna do so many things and be so many places and help so many people that week and also leading up to that week was because I had some Dysregulation in my own nervous system. I felt this real tendency to please people. And looking back, I think that presented itself in these moments where I would have interactions with people and I'd come home and I'd think to myself, oh my goodness, what did I say? What if they didn't like it? What if they leave me? What if they decide they don't wanna be my friend anymore because of what I said or what I did? And it would also manifest itself in ways like saying yes to things that were not necessarily aligned with my mission and saying yes to all kinds of invitations and showing up from a place of fear of losing people, fear of disappointing people, rather than from a place of really evaluating how that commitment would impact my life and would really support me fulfilling my greater mission. So again during that week I'm really glad I was there for my friend and it was a really hard week in a lot of ways but it was an important week and it's something I wouldn't take back but what I would take back is running myself ragged and I think one of the ways that I did that was not minding sleep and I think looking back I could have recruited some help from my psychiatrist maybe getting you know something so I could sleep better And then by the end of my trip, I was feeling so run ragged and I was so wired from not sleeping that I sought out some cannabis in California. So cannabis is legal in California. So that week I sought out cannabis so that I could sleep on the plane, so that I could relax and have my trip home. And that decision backfired. Now, I don't know if it was because the cannabis that I bought was the wrong cannabis or that it wasn't what I needed in terms of my own physiology. But essentially, by the time I got back, I was delusional. I was not able to sleep on the plane. I was groggy, I was overwhelmed, and I was in a state of psychological disarray. So my husband found me a psychiatrist, and he did the best he could to find someone. But unfortunately, the person that he found was focused solely on a medical model now i'm not either or when it comes to medication or holistic treatments i think it's highly individualized i think there are a lot of different directions to go it's very nuanced i'm not a medical doctor this is not medical advice at all but my own experience is that focusing solely on medication is not something that worked for me and this doctor very quickly had me on a ton of different meds a cocktail of highly sedating medications and Every time I would come to him complaining about one thing, he would prescribe me something else, which led to tons of side effects and this point where I was no longer able to function. I had to cancel everything. I canceled literally everything that year and was in this nearly catatonic state. It was so, so difficult. So I spent months feeling sick. I was definitely mentally ill. I was physiologically ill. I think those two things go hand in hand. And after about six months, I got really fed up with feeling sick and I decided to start looking for alternatives. So I was looking for alternatives and I found a different doctor who on one hand was really good for me because he reminded me of who I was, what I was capable of. He reminded me of, Hey, Ozzy, you were doing amazing things. Your podcast was awesome. And he encouraged me to get into work, trying to do something that was meaningful for me. So that was really positive. And I started working part-time with my husband, who is a video producer and director. And I started working on the marketing for that company. So that was awesome. I started learning a ton about marketing. I started helping the company out and that was fulfilling to a degree. And at the same time, this psychiatrist started helping me detox from all the different meds I was taking. Now, a lot of those meds were addicting, and I was never told by the prior psychiatrist that these were not (laughs) M&Ms. These were highly addicting substances. So it took me months to slowly titrate, to go down on those medications. And after several months, I started feeling uncomfortable. And the psychiatrist I was working with decided to prescribe me medical cannabis. Now that was part of his philosophy about treatment. He thought medical cannabis would be a really good idea for me. And as much as I could have known better, because I've had issues with this in the past, I trusted him. I went along with it and I started taking cannabis. Now this was spring of 2022. And by 2022 June, I was hallucinating. I remember at one point I looked up into the sky and saw a golden triangle. And I knew I was in trouble, but I didn't know what to do about it. And it got really, really out of hand to the point that by July of 2022, I was hospitalized and I spent two weeks in a psychiatric hospital where I had to receive shots and medications to come down from this cannabis-induced psychosis. Now, one thing that I did not know is that cannabis-induced psychosis has become pretty common And one of the reasons it's become common is that the cannabis that's available to us now is very, very strong. There are all kinds of strains that have been produced, whether it's in the form of the actual plant or plant derivatives in the form of oil. So that's something to be aware of. And in any case, I spent time in the hospital. I came back and then again started working with psychiatrists now this time the psychiatrist was someone else we chose someone who was quote unquote an expert in what i was struggling with what i was dealing with he was much older he was well published he was here in israel and i started working with him when i came home in august he also was very focused on medication and it was something i wasn't completely aware of at the time I think because I was sick in part, and I also gave over my power to him. I forgot what I knew, and I went along with what he was doing for a few months. And unfortunately, my condition got worse and worse. I went from being in this place of recovery and like slight depression to a place of severe depression and anxiety to the point where I didn't want to get in elevators, I was nervous about leaving the house. I was constantly having these preoccupations with everything and anything that could go wrong. It was so debilitating. And every time I would go back to him, he would prescribe me more and more sedatives. So something interesting happened. It I think it was something that actually saved my life and That was the fact that I went to him and I was advocating for myself. And I said to him in November, you know, Dr. So-and-so, I can't take these medications anymore. You need to switch my dose. And he prescribed something for me. And here in Israel, we have a socialized model of medication. So I had to have my prescription get processed by my general doctor, who's part of the socialized medical system. She noticed a mistake. He had prescribed me something that was contraindicated for the antidepressants that I was taking. And when she told me about that, I confronted the doctor and he verbally assaulted me. He told me that he made a mistake in his haste, but I was a difficult patient and he essentially blamed me for his mistake. So I left him, I moved on and I found another psychiatrist. But before I did, I also had a parallel situation happen with my psychologist so I sought out some cognitive behavioral therapy in September of 2022 after I came out of the hospital and this particular therapist was someone who was local and he also focused on cognitive therapy he said that he did and I started going to him, and I know sometimes it takes a few sessions to get used to a psychologist, so I gave myself a few sessions, and what I found pretty quickly was that he was a total pessimist. There are several techniques that cognitive behavioral therapists can use, and one of those is exploring the worst-case scenarios. Now, instead of using a number of tools, he was constantly asking me, to explore the worst case scenario that could happen with all of my fears and concerns. And that made me feel worse and worse and worse after every single session. So there was this one session that I was coming to him and two things happened that set me over the edge and really inspired me to leave him and seek better help. Okay, so here's the first one. I was on the way to see him and I was listening to a podcast episode by Joe Dispenza And listening to this short podcast episode, he encouraged the listeners to re-envision the future that they want and to evaluate and become conscious of the fears that were holding them back. Now, this is a pretty simple concept, but by having that moment while I was driving of doing those two things, I felt better. And I realized, wow, I'm feeling better and I'm walking into a session with someone who does not make me feel good. What's gonna happen? so i get into the session and i'm like you know what i'm going to confront this psychologist i'm going to tell him what's really bothering me and i shared with him that i was feeling really challenged by living in israel and by having moved to israel i I was thinking about all of the challenges i'd gone through by moving across the world and you know what he said to me he said ozzy i'm so glad i moved over here when i did because When you moved here, things became really, really difficult. And I paused right there and I asked him, I said, do you really think that that's helpful for me? And he says to me, oh, I, you know, I don't really think these sessions are working. I couldn't believe that he said that to me. I couldn't believe that he disclosed in that way, saying essentially validating, oh, that when I moved here, things were so difficult and essentially I shouldn't have done it. And it was disgusting. Really, it was really disgusting. And at the same time, it was super helpful because I fired him that day. And I went on to another psychologist who was so honest with me. And when I met with her, she said, you know what, Ozzy? What you are experiencing right now is psychiatric. You are experiencing a problem with the medications you're taking and nothing I can say or do is going to help you with that. So you need to get help. So that happened at the same time where we discovered the mistake my psychiatrist was making. And I found a new doctor who takes a really well-rounded approach. And what I like about this psychiatrist is that not only does she look at medications, but she also looks at the whole picture. Every time I spoke with her, she was asking about my lifestyle and my thoughts and my food and my sleeping and my work and my schedule and so many different things that are part of the big picture that I believe are part of the big picture. So the fact that my beliefs and her beliefs are more aligned really, really helps me. And what I'm excited to share with you is that within a period of two weeks of working with her and slowly making adjustments to these medications and going off some of these heavy drugs that she didn't think that I need. So this is December of 2022. I'm starting to feel much more like myself. And I started speaking with a few close friends of mine who were encouraging me to return to doing what I was passionate about and two of those things are coaching and podcasting and my initial response when getting this advice from my friends was that I didn't want to go back to overworking and doing things in a certain way that were not conducive to harmony in my life and I learned enough to know that I wasn't gonna repeat the same mistakes that I made in my business and in my life in the very beginning. And I did a few things that really helped me re-envision my business. The first one was that I reached out to past clients and I asked them how they were doing and I asked them how our work had impacted them and impact their lives. And when I started hearing their answers, I had a few realizations. And the first one was that I helped people in really significant ways. And I realized how valuable those things were. And I realized that I could return to running groups, making it something that they would value and also something that would work for my business goals. And then the second realization was from my one-on-one clients who were also helped tremendously. And I also realized that some of the one-on-ones that I'd been helping Doing one off sessions were not the sessions that help people in the most transformative ways. So I decided to re envision the way that I was doing one on ones and offer bigger packages where I could help people in more significant ways with their businesses, with their lives, and in really transformational ways. And then the third piece was the podcast. And I sought out some life coaching and had a few sessions where we re-envisioned my future and I tapped into my future self and what I want to create and the legacy that I'm working on creating and I got really clear that I want to make my greatest impact and I want to build a successful and highly profitable business. And so in order to achieve those goals, every single thing that I'm doing in my business and in my family should align to doing that in a way that is going to create harmony, both in achieving my goals and also in living the life that I want to live in the process of achieving my goals. What I realized about the podcast is that I'm here to interview people that are going to help the listeners, the people that I serve, you, all of you who want to build purpose inspired businesses that are profitable and that are going to support the life that you want to create. So I re-envisioned all of these things and I got back to work. And I'm so, so thrilled that I did because I am loving every minute of it. I got back to doing groups and I'm running a group now of phenomenal women. I have so much appreciation for every single one of them. They came into the group to set a six month goal. And one thing that I'm doing to create harmony in my own life is by time blocking and I created a calendar for my podcast and for all my sessions. And what I did was I blocked off open times. This is on my calendar app, which is called Calendly. I blocked off the times where I want to work. And I made those hours very specific throughout the week. I limited them so that I can create the work-life balance that I need. Now, I think in the past, it's been tempting for me to work a lot. And I see that Some people I know can work a lot of hours and sleep not very much and make it work and somehow it really works for them. But the conclusion I've come to is that for me, I have to have a lot of sleep. I have to have a lot of downtime. I have to have time for exercise every single day, time for self-care and family every single day. And so I set my work hours very limited. I also know that some of my guests are coming on from places around the world. So I did set aside one early evening where I can do an interview every week, and that's it. I don't open any other slots. And when my podcast guests book slots with me, or when my coaching clients book slots with me, I go into that week and I see, okay, I have an interview scheduled, so I'm blocking off all of the other interviews, so I won't do any other interviews that week. Just one interview. And then when my coaching clients book with me, I block off all the other coaching sessions so that I have a limited number of hours focused on the podcast and focused on the coaching. The weeks when I have my groups, I block off the entire day. So the only thing I'm focusing on that day is my group, getting prepared, executing the group, following up with my group members, and having the time around that to do what I need for my mental health and for my family. So those are some of the strategies I'm implementing to promote harmony in my own life. I'm learning a ton, I'm reading a ton, I'm interviewing guests that are teaching me so much every day, and another thing I'm doing is having fun, I'm creating content, new videos, I'm learning TikTok from my daughter. If you check out my TikTok account now, it's pretty silly, but I'm allowing those first videos to stay there so that one day I can look back at them. laugh i think the messages that i shared are pertinent but in any case i'm working on the actual video production component i do work in video production i do the marketing for kesher video which is our production company here in israel and we focus mainly on businesses and organizations that need marketing videos communications videos and sales videos but i am in no way shape or form a videographer there's a team of highly talented videographers and editors here in Israel and around the world, I do not pick up a camera. So for me, recording these TikTok videos is not really part of my nature. It's something that I'm learning and I'm developing as I go because I like it. And it's something that I want to get better at. So I'm having a lot of fun. I'm learning a lot and I'm excited to be back. And moving forward with the podcast, I've been interviewing and I'm going to continue interviewing successful women. So they're successful in that they've built highly profitable businesses, and they're also successful in my eyes because they're working from a place of purpose and passion, and they've turned their passions into those multi-six or seven-figure businesses that support their lives, their families, their freedom, and they're living a life and making an impact that matters to them. So I've sought out those guests and I've also been saying no to people that are not aligned with my mission and my business. And it's not always easy for me. You know, I put the word out that I'm accepting guests that meet this criteria. And I had a few women reach out to me who were not meeting that criteria. And, you know, I will not abandon my values or my goals or my dreams to please other people. I am absolutely and unequivocally finished with that so I have incredible guests coming on and that's what's happening for the podcast so get excited one really cool thing that I've been realizing when I'm still coming out of this mental health issue I in a lot of ways I'm feeling better but I know my body's still recovering I'm still coming down from some of the stronger drugs and I feel really really secure and fortunate and blessed that I'm under the care of fantastic doctor and I have the support that I need in my life so that's really great but I know my body's recovering and I'm making adjustments to my own self-care I'm in a health coaching program and working on nutrition and making sure my nutrition supports my lifestyle and my goals and I have a trainer who I exercise with I do strength training a few times a week and I'm also implementing this model of making small sustainable changes so, one thing I implemented recently was adding um, more strength training to my routine. So, I do two days with my trainer, and on the days that I'm not with my trainer, I started implementing something short so I can do it. It feels manageable, but it's also sustainable. And I've added in 10 minutes a day, no matter what, of strength training. So, that can be push ups or lunges or on the TRX or weightlifting. And that's been really helpful for me. And I've also upped my game in terms of cardio. So prior to this, my baseline was doing walking. I go hiking here in the local forest and I've added in just a few minutes of jogging, harder cardio so that I can make meaningful, small, sustainable changes. And as time goes on and as those become regular, I'm gonna add. What I've come to realize about fitness, about business is that small changes are meaningful and they really add up. And I know that by adding 1% of a change every single day to my routine in 100 days from now, that will mean that I'm 100% better. And even if I add 2% per week, even if I update my fitness regimen, add 2% minutes more, In one year from now, I will have 100% more from my baseline, and that is really significant. That's where I'm at in terms of my own life and what I've learned. I think another thing that I'm learning a lot from podcasting, which is really cool, if you're interested in understanding yourself better, I started transcribing my episodes and looking back at the speech that I'm using. And one thing that I want to do in my episodes is come across as impactfully as possible and make sure that everything that I'm saying is heard by you in a way that you can understand and that will bring across the importance of what I'm saying. So I started looking at my transcripts and realizing I was using filler words like like and saying things like, oh, just a little bit of this and just a little bit of that and maybe... And speaking with these question marks at the end. And I didn't like that. And I also did some reflection about words that I'm conscious of not using anymore. And for me, those words are just, and those words are like, and maybe. And I'm focusing on that and becoming conscious of that and aware of that. And it's something I'm working on. This episode is courageous, I realize. It is vulnerable. I've come to see vulnerability as courage. And I hope you found value in this episode. I hope you found something that was useful or helpful for you. And I hope it's helped you to understand where I've been. I know that I dropped off the face for a lot of you. And I'm sorry if that made you feel anything that was not pleasant for you. And that being said, it was what I had to do. It was the best thing for me. And I hope you'll understand that. So in any case, if you like this episode and if you benefited, I would like to ask you, please, if you could go into Apple iTunes, where you listen to the podcast and scroll down to the bottom of where you're listening, rate this episode, write a review and send it to me. Now, if you're not on Apple, something you can do is write a post on any of your social media platforms about this episode or about this show and what you listened to, why you liked it and link to the episode. So if you're doing an Instagram stories, you can actually put a link into your story to this episode. If you are doing it in your Facebook or LinkedIn, you can write a link in the comment. And the quick link to the show is anchor.fm backslash inspired by purpose. And when you share that link on your social or when you write a review in Apple, send me a screenshot. And the first five people that I hear from are going to receive complimentary 30 minute mini strategy sessions from me, where we can talk about your goals. We can talk about your accountability action plan. We can think outside of the box. We can come up with new solutions for whatever it is that you're working on, whether it's growing your business, or creating more harmony in your life and business, I wanna help you with that. So again, share this episode, send me a screenshot of your share or your review. If you like this, of course, share with a friend and subscribe wherever you're listening so that you can get updated about the next episodes coming out. And I'll tell you, the next few episodes, I have women in business, women in fitness, I have an Olympic athlete who is also a business coach. I also have a woman who focuses on this thing she calls anti-diet, both weight loss and fitness. Really super interesting and as much as I've been triggered in the past by words like weight, which I'll talk about in that episode, she has this approach that is so empowering. So you're gonna to wanna to listen to all these episodes. They both talk about lifestyle, they both talk about business and they're both really empowering. I've got those i've got so many more coming out for service-based businesses for product-based businesses marketing sales you name it all right stay tuned thank you so much for being here thank you so much for tuning in and i will see you next time if you want to stay connected with me i would love it we can do that i'm linking all of my socials in the show notes i'm dr.azi.jankovic on instagram I'm Ozzy Jankovic on LinkedIn, I'm Ozzy Jankovic on Facebook, and I'm putting all that in the show notes. So connect with me there. You can always send me a direct messages. I answer all my direct messages, and I love to hear from you because I'm sitting here by myself behind the mic, but this is about us. This is about growing together, helping me, helping you, helping each other, and I care about you. So be in touch with me. Be well wherever you are in the world every every blessing to you today and always and together we're going to stay inspired by purpose